Hello and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I am your co-host Christonsega. And I am your co-host Christian Madonna. Your scary voice is a lot better this time around. Thank you. <laughs> and today we are doing a episode on a really well-known character, and especially recent days, has had quite a like resurgence. Oh yeah, he. You know, when you look around your cryptids, like your popular cryptids, he's a good one. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Mothman of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. On our Halloween cryptid, American cryptid season. That's yeah. right. We are taking our trip from, where were we last time? Maryland. From Maryland all the way to. West Virginia. Neighboring, bordering state to the, to the west. Not, it's, they, they go hand in hand for a while. We did there. not get very far in our cryptid road trip. Our cryptid, ro- our, our cryptid road trip, though, I mean, that's, we started in Maryland, like, how can we not go to West Virginia next? How, we, how can we not do the We got next? distracted. No, we didn't. The, we the, stopped at Roy Rogers on the way. We we definitely hit a Roy Rogers on the way. But no, we didn't get distracted. Like, this is, this is the logical next step. Mm-hmm. This is Maryland. It took us a whole week to get there. It took us a whole week to get from, from, from Beltsville, Maryland, to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Because mm-hmm. we took... Country roads. Ah, oh, take me home. To the place. Where are the moth bands from? Oh. Where he belongs, really. West Virginia. Mothman home. Take me home. Mothman roads. So two point pleasant. West Virginia. Five thousand people, three mile stretch, Ohio River, the National Guard Armory. It's got a city in Ohio across the river. So, so if you think of West Virginia, you gotta think you gotta go west, West Virginia. This is it's west, west Virginia. This is west, West Virginia. Go west, young man. Go west by west, West Virginia. And go to uh, there's a sister city, Galapolis. Yeah, Gal- Galapolis on the Ohio city. The Galapolis on the Ohio River. <laughs> this is all, Galap- it's actually a single island in the Ohio River. It's the Galapoli <laughs> campaign of World War One. Oh no. Okay, okay. This is not where so many, so many men, young men died. This is Galapolis, where so many moths. Other men, young men died. Yeah. This Ohio sister city across the Ohio River, and 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 where we are in Point Pleasant, West West Virginia, is also where the Ohio and Kanawha rivers come together. It's a it's a confluence. It's a meeting of two rivers. You might call it a cross rivers. Oh, okay. It's like a crossroads. Spooky things happen there. Spooky things happen. The spooky th- <laughs> spooky things happen at the crossroads. But also, also, also Native American burial grounds. Of Got course all it is. sorts of shit going on in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And the the McClintic Wildlife Management Area. Now, this area is well known amongst the the stories, but also this is the Native American burial grounds, and there's a big fight. There's the Battle Battle of Point Pleasant. Oh, it's well a, named. It's a fight between the Shawnee against the settlers, the white folks. And there's a local legend that the murdered chieftain, Chief Cornstalk, I hope that's right, because that's bad if it's not, Chief Cornstalk, Cursed the land for 200 years. So he's probably still cursing it, because, you know, that shit's fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, town's been flooded several times in the early 20th century. And, in fact, in the early 20th century, we're talking pre-Mothman. Pre-Mothman. Okay. There's rumors about bizarre Birdman. Birdman? Birdman. Not Mothman. Birdman. Don't birds eat moths? It's different. Yeah, birds eat moths. Avian man. Not 
Not... It was Michael Keaton. It was an avian man. It was not an ins... Monster insects? Monster insects. Insectoid man. No, it was an avian man. It began around 1914, World War One. you know? It was a large bird with the head of a man. Picture that. Not man with head of bird. Oh, is he like a... This is man bird, not not bird man. The bird lawyer on Cartoon Network? Harvey Birdman? Yeah. (laughs) No, he has bird wings, but he does not have a bird face. Oh, no, but he has a, no, a man no. head. Oh, he has a man head. On oh, the yeah, body but of a bird. It, no, it's an anthropomorphic body. He's more like he looks more like an angel. Oh, okay, gotcha. But okay, but do picture. Imagine, if you will, dear listeners, Harvey Birdman. Harvey Birdman, but instead, bird body. It's like a harpy. He's a harpy Birdman. Harpy Birdman. <laughs> bird body. Bird. Bird breasts. Bird talon. Bird wing. Bird boobies. Face man. Man face. So we saw sightings of Birdman around 1914. But again, we saw sightings of Birdman in the 1940s. And you're thinking, this is an episode about Mothman. What's, it, what's Birdman got to do with it? Birdman's got to do with it because he was seen there first. Birdman the was Birdman's the original. Mothman. Mothman was just a copy looking over his shoulder being like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Mothman was the second generation. I'll change your answers a little bit. He took everything, the Birdman, we took everything we learned from Birdman and made it better. Yep. Faster, stronger. More, more agile. More, more adequate. More math. Math man, um, Birdman sightings in the 1960s. My notes say, okay, but slew of Birdman sightings in 1960s. A slew of Birdman sightings. Years after Bird, or, or a slew Birdman? of a slew of Birdman sightings in the area, starting in the 1914s and uh, you know going all the way through the 60s. But here is where the Mothman story takes off, and Birdman, Birdman. Well, he might pop up again in the notes. I don't know. But Birdman, it's Mothman time. Okay. Mothman what time. What happens next? Nin- November 1966. Yeah? What'd they see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Christian's notes as he's going, so it's hilarious. What do you see? Go on. Tell him. Tell him how, tell him how it's Mothman's time now, and Birdman is the thing of the past. Car full of... This is okay, but I read the notes verbatim. November 1966. Car full of kids saw something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What uh, November third, nineteen sixty six? What do you got? National Guardsman spotted Birdman. Oh, oh the Mothman. Okay, okay, I could have been the Mothman. <laughs> so this is Mothman's time now, but not really. <laughs> Bird, car, no, car full of kids saw saw Mothman, and you know what? National Guardsman also saw Mothman. It's up to you what you what, what they saw. Okay. November November eleventh. 11-11, make a wish, an hour away, four men digging a grave spotted a flying man. Was he Birdman? Mothman? Murdman? Who knows? Or B-Man. B-Man? Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld terrorizing people in 1960s. What is the deal with Birdman? He says. And then shits on the car, probably. Bird. <laughs> yeah, just B-Man shit. Okay, so no. In the year is 1966. Okay. Merle Partridge was watching TV when his dog started barking and the TV began to whine. Or his TV started barking and his dog began to whine. I don't know. Both sound right. Yeah. And he got up to inspect it and it shattered. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There, there fucking, there went David Sullivan. I know. The Beatles were supposed to be on tonight. What else are they going to watch tonight? Nothing. This is the only fucking TV in the house. It's 1966. Damn. Glass everywhere. So much glass, so many cathode ray tubes. And he went outside to check out his dog. But he lost his dog, Bandit. I know, I know, I know. Now I have... I have vested interest in the story. Now I have details to support my events. 
<laughs> and the dude saw some flashing red lights, and he just stared at those lights for, like, a while. I was like, Gatsby in the green light, but this time it's flashing red lights, so scary. Yeah, and similarly, Merle Partridge... not Par- the American dream. Similarly, Merle Partridge couldn't get Daisy because, though he had become very wealthy through unscrupulous methods, she was not interested in him. Not even his dog bandit. And also, he was just trying these wild parties to gain her interest instead of, I don't know, talking to her. Yeah, right. Fucking American dream, right? So, well, d- so... This is the sad part. I I don't think he never saw do- his dog bandit again. But you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't say. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe happened. the dog went on to live a happy life, like Homer with the Mothman. Maybe the maybe Bandit is Mothman's dog now. Maybe maybe Bandit didn't belong to anybody. Maybe Bandit wasn't man's best friend, but Mothman's he best friend. He stole our hearts. That's his name, Bandit. So next up. Next up, at the 8,000 acre, that's a lot. That's a lot of acres. But in West Virginia, you got acres on acres. Mm -hmm. West Virginia ordinance work. Oh. Ordinance works. How ordinary. So, step back a moment. Back in World War II, the second one. Okay. That's the name? They needed a lot of ordinance. They needed a lot of... Ordinance is explosives. They need a lot of explosives. So in West Virginia, they had... This plant where they were producing lots and lots of TNT, lots and lots ordinance of ordinance means ordinance means explosives. Really? Huh? I learned something today, listeners. I did not know this, and I never thought to look it up. I just assumed ordinance. You know, hmm. it's a fancy way. If someone's saying ordinance, they're just like saying explosives, explosives. with like a a pretty suit on. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Go on. Ordinance is explosives in a suit. That's the word of the day, listeners. Find a way to insert into a conversation normally. Talk about the West Virginia ordinance. <laughs> insert Mothman at the West Virginia <laughs> ordinance works. And uh, yeah, let's see how that goes. All right, so at the West Virginia ordinance works, which, you know, abandoned after World War II, becomes this... Well, what do you do with a, with a, with a explosives factory after you abandon it after your war effort's over? You make it a dumping ground for toxic waste. I don't know, it's like the opposite of what you do. Yeah. And what do you do if you're a teenager? It's like a Godzilla. With a car in West Virginia. You go to that dumping ground. You go to the dumping ground you get ready for action. some necking and drag racing. Drag racing and neckings for some American graffiti. You turn to Spider-Man. Because it was secluded. And because Spider-Man. This is where we get the true, the real, the good, the, the, the meat of the Mothman story. Oh yeah, the Mothman meat? This is where you get good Mothman meat from the Mothman story butcher. Ew. Sorry, that's what they call me, the person who butchers the story <laughs> of the Mothman. You get Steve and Mary Malliette. Okay. And Roger and Linda Scarberry. Of Scarberry Fair? Remember the name. Linda Scarberry. Remember the Scarberries. Remember the Mallets. Mallets. These two couples. Four. Four count them total. People. Two by two. Gotcha. Cruising. Cruising. According to my notes. <laughs> uh, cruising around. They saw a seven foot tall man. Whoa. Now they're, they're cruising. They're hanging. They're macking. They're necking. They're... Dri- While driving they're, as well. They're teenagers in love. Why must they be, be teenagers in love? Hormones. And so, well, it also sounds like they're married. Because they're 18 and this is 1962. It's what you, 1966. It's what you do. You get, you get married young. All right, so. I want to be forever young. Just like the Mothman is. 
So they're going, they're cruising, and they see a seven-foot-tall man with Whoa. wings, and they spread the wings, and it ran toward the power plant. It ran, not flew? It it flew. It <laughs> flew, ran. It flanned toward the power plant. Uh, you know, you do need a running start to get, yeah, to yeah, get some altitude. Yeah, it, it did a running start. It did gotcha, a, gotcha. a running jump. Um, you know, it flew. It it. it yeah, it it gonna flew now, and they got they got on Route sixty two, and they they booked it for it. They floored it, Steve. Floor it, Steve. Steve. And Steve floored it, or Roger did. I'm mad. You know, it's nine sixty six. One of the guys was driving, probably, probably. Um, so Steve, I imagine, floored it. And it was chasing them. Oh. They were doing 90 all the Jeez. way back to the city. They're doing 90. Oh, they're there. Are pushing that Ford Fairlane as fast as it can go. That is reckless. And gliding. Just gliding right behind them. He was gliding them. at 90. What is this, keeping, a jet? Keeping, keeping pace. Not passing. Could pass if it wanted to, but no. Keeping pace. He was actually doing, like, the Mario Kart thing where he was trying to get the draft to, like, you know. Oh, he was, he was trying to get the draft yeah. to just, like, swoop in and be like, ha-ha, I took this. Ha-ha, I passed you. swerve enough. Uh-huh. Oh, no, this is only the second lap. I thought we were done. Oh, damn, uh, I gotta do it, it again. Uh, but, yes, he glided behind them 90 miles an hour all the way to the city. They get to the city. And they, they go to the cops, and they go to the cops, and they tell them the story. And then by the time they get into the city limits, you know, it's a Bible in the city. So the mob man turns back because he, you know, he can't, he can't cut it in the real city. He's from West Virginia. He's a country boy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it, people in cars don't scare him, but cities scare him. You know, the city of Point Pleasant. Population <laughs> 5,000 at the time. That's a big city to a Mothman in the wild. It's a big city if you're There's a Mothman. There's way too many lights. He gets really disoriented. When you're used to the country roads. When you're used to country roads... Dumping grounds, West Virginia. <laughs> you know, he was probably really attracted to the car headlights, and that's actually what he was chasing. He was like, come back! Like moths to a f- light. Yeah, <laughs> to a porch light. He was all about that. All right. And somebody got to the city, he was like, too many lights, and then left. So they told it. They told the cops, and you know what? Their stories, though? They put them in separate rooms. They they asked him, and their stories all checked out. They all ah. they all saw the same thing. They all they all corroborated. Sorry, that's not that's not as impressive a word. They they all corroborated the story, and the, the cops were like, you know what? We believe that these kids at least believe like this. This is true. This is not. They were just pulling some prank. We actually think at least they believe this. So so the police began to investigate, and you know word spreads around town. It's a small town. Mothman's be damned. It's actually a small town. So word spreads around, and the whole TNT area becomes an angry mob. TNT. Oh, sorry. The whole TNT area, which is the former West Virginia Ordinance Works, which they oh. they started calling the TNT area. Why? Because they used to make dynamite there. Why? Because there was a war and we had to stop the Nazis. Why? Because ordinance means explosions. Ordinance means explosions. Hey. So skip ahead. But not really, because we're still in November 1966. But so much. Not really. <laughs> but no. Go to a different area of West Virginia. Take oh. a different country road. We have a. It's 1966. What does every man working in 1966 do? Door-to-door salesman, of course. It's the only job. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's available now. Door-to-door salesman, factory, and Desi Arnaz. Those are the three options. 
Wait, is this a story about Desi Arnaz? <laughs> no, it's a story about door-to-door salesman. Damn it. Death of a salesman. Woodrow Derenberger. Pretty sure that's not the guy in Arthur Miller's Death of a Salesman, but maybe it is. Woodrow you know, Derenberger. One of these days is going to be Desi Arnaz, Christian. That's going to be great. <laughs> one of these days is going to be a story about Desi Arnaz. It's going to be the myth, the man, the legend, Lucille Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woodrow Derenberger in Parkersburg, West Virginia, is accosted. Yes, accosted by a UFO named Indrid Cole. Or Wait, the UFO is named Indrid Cole? Indrid Cold. That's the name of the UFO. Yeah, the UFO is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your name? Woodrow. Woodrow, nice to meet you. My name's Indrid Cold, and I'm a UFO, and I am also known as the Grinning Man. Is, wait, what, wait, where wait. are we? Oh, we're in Parkersburg, wait, wait, West Virginia. Wait, wait. Is this, this is... a ship no. that is talking to him? Via V like Knight Rider? No, okay, 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 okay. It's how you talk of it's how you could talk about a plane like it's a person, like, you know, I don't know, Air Force One coming in for landing. But me, I am the pilot of Air Force One coming in for landing. But 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 here's oh, the Oh, it ship. was the he's so, the pilot so, of the UFO. So, so, so the so, I thought it was a talking ship. So UFO so yeah, yeah. Poor explanation. UFO lands on the highway in Parkersburg, West Virginia. And a UFO comes out. Looks like a man. You Big smile. A UFO does not come out. From this UFO, an alien man comes out. Aliens. There we go. <laughs> an unidentified freaking O dude. Yeah, an alien comes out of this. I guess it's been identified as an alien spaceship. So this, this, this is a UFO. It's land. an alien story. It's an alien. It's an alien story, but it's tied to the Mothman. Okay, his name is Indrid Cold, and he's known as what? And so his injured cold, and the way Woodrow Derenberger describes him, is the grinning man. Ooh. And that's terrifying. That's a you good know what? name. You know what? If I had to pick between which one I see at the foot of my fucking bed at night, the Mothman or the Grinning Man, I actually think I'd take the Mothman. Oh yeah, definitely. The 100 out of 100, for sure. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. The Grinning Man is a great villain name, though. That's great. That's, that's your horror book character. Yeah. That's some, like, Clive Barker shit. Yeah, it's Stephen King shit. That's, that's your Stephen King horror badge. More sightings of UFOs in the area. Oh. Yeah, tons. Other people saying they've seen Injured Cold, the Grinning Man. Like, not just UFOs, Injured Cold. That guy specifically. That guy specifically. The fucking Grinning Man. They describe him. How? Oh, I don't know. He came out of this ship that I didn't understand from the sky, and he's fucking grinning and scary, and he told him told me his name was Indrid. He tries to understand the human emotion of smiling. He doesn't quite get it. It's like, oh, that checks out. Yeah, scary as shit when someone's faking their smile so, like, 150%. Just so... Like Joker the Killing Joke smile. Like, ugh. Like Joker smile. Yikes, that's unnatural. Yikes. Unpin your mouth from your cheeks, sir. But then there's also some men in black shit people are noticing. Really? Yeah. Later it happens. But more UFO sightings keep happening. Like this this is actually a thing that like in the hundreds people are seeing UFOs at this time. Wow. So this is all like happening around the same time as the Mothman stuff is all this like UFO alien craze. Yeah. Starting in November 1966, like a whole bunch is happening. And now... Now, we are in, like, very peak, like, Roswell shit, you know? Oh. Roswell, New Mexico, alien fever along, you know. Alien fever! Yeah, Area 51, gonna Naruto run into it. <laughs> Just kidding. We're, we're past that. The that people, dates this episode. People who did that, <laughs> National Heroes. <laughs> 
Do you find anything? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. So UFO sightings, they concentrate. They begin to concentrate around the TNT area. Oh. Same time as the Mothman sightings. And so they're starting to, to, to run across. Mothman is UFO. So so we're still in November 1966. This is Dang. all in the matter of days, guys. This really kicks off, doesn't this it? This really kicks off. Like, shit is really going down. So Marcella Bennett, Kathy, and Ray Walmsley. Okay, people. They they live in Point Pleasant, and they live out in kind of the outskirts in the boonies, and they see another UFO and Mothman. In the same place? Well, the unidentified flying organism pro- could probably probably became Mothman. It probably was Mothman. He is an unidentified flying object. Thank you, not organism. Object. <laughs> well, he's also an unidentified flying organism. It was a Mothman. Maybe. It was a Mothman sighting. And this time, Mothman tried to get into their house. Oh, shit, some burglary shit. Yeah, shit, man. That's Kathy was outside, and, like, Mothman was going for them, and she, like, ran inside, and there's Mothman's banging on the door. It's banging on the door. Let me your sugar. <laughs> I am your Mothman. Your porch light is really attractive. <laughs> Just turn it back on, please. I need I it. Need it. <laughs> that happens. They live. The Mothman doesn't get in. Uh, I'm sure. You never want a Mothman in. He'll eat all of your clothes. And your sugar. And your sugar. So. You gotta get giant mothballs, really. Still, is what they do. Still <laughs> November 1966. Now, the abandoned North Power Plant. Get the. Okay, okay, so. Like cannonball sized mothballs. <laughs> they fall out of the fucking sky and crash. They crash your Corvair, whatever you're driving in 1966. The mothballs? Yeah. <laughs> Does, okay, a cannonball-sized mothball why would, is probably heavy. It pro- even why if we, would it fall out of the sky? Why would Mothman travel with his essential kryptonite <laughs> from space? What are mothballs? Well, kill moths. <laughs> moths don't make mothballs? No. Well, we're all learning things today. Mothballs are meant to kill and, like, shoo away moths. Why would... Is this equi- no, You thought mothballs were moth, moth sacks? They're like made by moths. This is the equivalent of someone thinking roach hotels are, are some actually, are like some belong, are belong to the roaches and like oh no they the set ro- up established businesses. Oh no, this roach motel is run by a roach. You see, he ran. He opened up a roach tell six. He actually renovated roach tell six. It's been recently renovated and. He's actually a, trying to make a profit margin in this small roach motel. You know, it has vacancy. <laughs> Three hundred six five days a year. So mothballs are aside. <laughs> the abandoned, oh the abandoned North Power Plant. Bob Bosworth. It's <laughs> not a real name. Nineteen sixty-six November. <laughs> Bob Bosworth. He's riding motorcycles with his friend. Not Bob Bosworth. This is an unnamed friend. <laughs> I forgot his friend Bosworth. Um, and they're riding motorcycles in the dark. And, and get this, okay, so, you know, it's 1966, it's November, you do an easy rider. Like, three years before Dennis Hopper and the, and Jack Nicholson and whoever the other guy is an easy rider. <laughs> I named two out of three. You got two out of three, that's good. That's and, really I know, good. and then uh, Jack Nicholson's, like, kind of a side character, like, the other guy is, like, the other easy rider. Yeah, but he's not Jack Nicholson. And he's not so. Dennis Hopper. Um, so, they're, ri- they're easy riding in the dark. 
They shut off their headlights. Why? Because there's not a fucking car on this road. This is West Virginia. These Ain't are no coppers. These are country roads, so they're they're cruising by the light of the moon because the moon is real bright tonight. Brand new. And, and you know what? Don't do this. And you don't. Number one, I don't. I don't advise this. Number two, I bet it look cool as shit. No, don't sorry. Do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Because you, you know what happens when you do it. You see a fucking moth, man, and he's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. He's gonna get you. So riding motorcycles in the dark, and they saw. They ended up, uh, they rode all the way to the abandoned North Power Plant. And I know what you're thinking. Well, there's an abandoned power plant. That shit's spooky as hell. So there's probably some Mothman shit. And there is. Yeah. Why is this the place to go? So, <laughs> because because we're, it's at night and we're two dudes riding motorcycles at night in the dark. So it's cool that the, then they ride to the power plant and they see two big red eyes. Two big red eyes on top of the building. On top? The Mothman beat them there. And they, so they stop under the building. They looked up. The eyes were looking down. So what did they do? He said, get off my property. Hurl my mothballs at you. <laughs> What's Bob Bosworth do? Him and his buddy, not Bob Bosworth, they go up into the power plant. They what? walk into the abandoned power plant. Because you know what's less scary than two big fucking red eyes on top of the power plant? is walking around dance. in an abandoned, condemned power plant at night. By no light. They you know, get... this Mothman is actually more scared of them now. He's like, shit, man, I thought I was scary. These guys fucking know no fear. That's some big Bosworth energy. <laughs> so they went up in the, the power plant. And they saw, by the light of the silvery moon, the outline of a creature that walked slowly and precisely towards them. It's like, the fuck you doing here? Tapered. Tapered like a robin bird. They're inside. They are on, like, the second, or on, like, the third floor of this abandoned power plant. They're walking on the catwalk. And what do they see in the light? They you want see to turn on the catwalk. this creature tapering like a robin. Oh, it's wearing it that do- dress well. And it does a turn on the catwalk. On the catwalk. And it yeah. walked away to the edge it's of the walk. And it spread its wings and flew away through what I imagine some broken windows. Or otherwise it just kind of got stuck in the building like a moth usually does. You know, New York Fashion Week just gets weirder and weirder every year. Actually, no, there, there was, it found a way in, but it couldn't find the same way back out, so it just flapped around like a moth inside the building. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I can't find it. Where's tried, the nearest light source? Let me flutter, let me flutter to that. I tried to look cool in front of these two biker dudes who, like, go in the, you know, the nighttime. And then I got stuck in the building. <laughs> I'm stuck in here and it's scary! <laughs> One thirty a.m., November 18th. That's right. We're still in November 1966. Jeez. Two volunteer firefighters, and that's how you know they're legit. They're volunteer firefighters. Volunteers. They're volunteer firefighters. See a large shadow of a giant bird. Okay, this time it was probably an owl. But they saw a large shadow of a giant bird brush past their car, and they called it a giant owl. Okay, this time it was probably just a really big owl. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big old bird. But following this event, okay, a family encounter. Ooh. Faye DeWitt Laporte with her brother, DeWitt Laporte, and her twin brother. Mr. Not Faye, but a, twin of Faye Do- DeWitt Laporte. Yeah. And her sister, and her baby brother, Baby DeWitt Laporte. I only got one name, but it's the, this, this call this DeWitt, the DeWitt Laporte clan. Okay. Drove around looking Laporte. for the creature. Because at this point, Mothman fever has struck the town. Oh, yeah. Every, you Everyone's know, on the hunt for it as well. But now, now. We're going Mothman hunting. Okay, so now, now when you're a teenager in Point Pleasant, West Virginia in November of 1966, you're not only going to the North Virginia Ordnance Works T&D area to be macket, drag racing, and trying to swoon your sweetheart into sweet loving, 
You're also hunting Mothman. Mm-hmm. Especially when After school you, activity, one-on-one. Especially when you take the whole DeWitt Laporte clan with you. Mm-hmm. Or a Laporte report. How many fucking people do they fit in this car? It's like a clown car. I yeah, there's like six of them. <laughs> well, that's not okay. I mean, one is a baby. It's like takes up a car seat space. Six fits, and they probably had bench seats in the front. And no seat belts. It was nice. Oh, yeah, six. no car seat. No, this no. is like a hamper in the back seat. <laughs> it's a grocery getter. They're driving around, and yeah. They're driving, it's a pretty bunch of a people. Yeah. Okay. They can fit 12 people in there. They can fit six. So... They found more than they bargained for. I'm dying to tell you. Ooh. Anything you want to hear. So, they saw glowing red eyes on a creature that began following right alongside the car. Right alongside Faye Fa- DeWitt Laporte. Sheldon rides out of the car. Flying. Whoa. Because they're going fast. Flying right alongside her window as they drove. And he was like, pull over, you're speeding. Her, yeah, he's... he's <laughs> He's like, let's pull over, pull, pull over. over, pull over on your the tail, shoulder. Your tail light's out. I know, I'm the Mothman, I'm attracted to light, it's out. Burp. Can you pull over? Pull over, please. Pull over. License registration, pull over. He keeps going. And they, and so her brother, brother DeWitt Laporte, hits the gas. He floors it. He's like, I ain't going to jail this time. Floored it. And still, Grinch followed right alongside. You're they took a sharp up. turn to lose it. They turned into the TNT factory, because that's safe. And the creature sees following, doesn't miss a beat, turns just as fast as a car. He's like, you're doing the opposite of slowing down, sir. You are, in fact, speeding up. Do you know how pull, fast you're going? Pull over! Do you, you're going faster now! Yeah. Alright, so then, okay, so then they, 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 they pull up to the loading dock and they're like, crap, they drove, they drove to a dead end at the TNT factory. Well, that's so they have to stop. So the creature jumps onto the hood of their car and it stares right at them with a glowing... Glowing red eyes right into the DeWitt Laporte clan's eyes. It's actually part of the mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. He's not a fan of this. Oh, you know DeWitt has been drinking. Oh, yeah. The 60s. It's the 60s. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. All right. So, so, so it jumps from the hood of their car. They're, like, terrified in it. And it just leaps onto the top of the building. It's, like, five stories up. And it just watches them. They can see the glowing red eyes in the dark of the night. And Faye's brother, probably because he's been drinking and driving, gets out of the car. Well, okay, (laughs) multiple brothers. Who knows which fucking one of these brothers it was. Gets out. Well, I'm sure Faye knows, and I'm sure, yeah. Which gets out of the car and starts throwing rocks at it, because that's what you do. You chase it to its home, and then you're like, no, I have harassed thee, and now I toss rocks at thine presence. You know, Mothman's like, I was just trying to tell you the speed limit is 35 on this road, sir. You throwing rocks at me. That is harassing of a... (laughs) You did I'm a citizen police officer. You didn't understand. I was just like, you're going the wrong way. You're going to kill somebody. And they just didn't listen. Yeah, there's throwing rocks. He throws rocks. He throws, throwing rock. rocks at and he throws a rock. And it lands like just a, it lands so close. He, he's get. you know what though? Her brother? He's got good aim. Lands real close to the mob man. Aww. And the mob man's like, that's enough. Spreads his giant, beautiful wings. That's part beautiful of it. Beautiful is part of it? She's beautiful. She's all the wings. And they were... Like B-E-A, beautiful wings. wings. Like butterfly wings. Like moth butter- wings aren't, like, great. <laughs> they're, they're, you know what? There's there's some beautiful moths. Yeah, I guess. There's some ugly butterflies. It depends on the classification of the species, and not necessarily on the, the aesthetic of their wings. Beauty is in the eye of the beeholder. <laughs> and so it glided away. And that was a 
big story I got. Here's my next piece of notes. November 20th, 1966. Large Bird, Batman spotted. <laughs> Wait, Batman? He is the knight? That is my notes. Batman was spotted on November 20th. That's way 20th, more 1966. interesting. <laughs> no, it's not because I don't have any details here. November 20th, 1966. They spotted a large bird, Batman. <laughs> Where's Robin? <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's the thing, though, about... Linda Scarberry. I remember her. We told you remember. We told you. Stephen Mary Mellet, Roger and Linda Scarberry. Linda Scarberry. Scarberry Personally. Saw the Mothman another 17 times. After the first encounter. 18 total. She saw the Mothman again and again and again. And she was like, Mothman, we can't keep doing this. Listen, Roger's going to find out. I I love him. I love him. This has been fun, but I can't keep doing this. Just 17 times seeing you, you know? I can't go on like this. I know. I know. It breaks my heart, too, but I think it's be- I think it's best this way. And, and Mothman is just... Mothman is actually just, like, looking at her flashlight and being like, eh. And Mothman is just like, okay, okay, I will leave, because if I stay, I'll be in the way. But I will <laughs> always love you. And can I have your flashlight? <laughs> I always love it. It's actually singing to the light. Yeah, that's it. That's the only reason he stayed. She had the prettiest light in town. She did. So, this is this is just November of 1966. There are so many sightings. There are so many sightings, I feel like I've been... T- just... Until Sunday, November 27th, when a husband and wife, Mr. and Mrs. Husband and Wife... <laughs> Spot the Mothman in the light of day. What? They, they fucking... He's out in the daytime? He must be super tired, because I imagine he's nocturnal. Like moths. Yeah. Moths are nocturnal. So he sees him in the light of the day. Spotted a being with a large with large red eyes, spreading its wings ten feet wide. That's pretty big. It's big in Cal- this California condor big. And flying right towards them. And that, that, was, that was basically it. It flew right towards them, and they, like, skidded away, and then they drove away. But they had spotted the Mothman. Mm-hmm. And the Mothman was like, I gotta go to bed. This is, like, this is like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, this is, like, my 2 a.m. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. And, but, more importantly, oh, the, the, the Mr. and Mrs., I don't know, the lady is related, the lady's a hire. Because her aunt, Mary Hire, begins to investigate and write about the sightings. She begins... She is, Mary was an investigative journalist in the area, in Point Pleasant. And she, after her niece spots the Mothman in the light of day, mm-hmm. she begins to investigate and write about the Mothman sighting. So you have in, like, legitimate newspapers of the area, uh, writings of detailed stories from eyewitness accounts of the Mothman. Oh, she's a detective for hire. She, she's a, she's a, <laughs> no, the gumshoe detective comes in later, but, um, Mary begins to investigate now the equivalent of the gumshoe detective, but really he's she's a writer. She's like a Lois Lane. Yeah, she's more like a Lois Lane. Gotcha. But really, the, this writer from New York City catches wind of the sightings. He, I don't know, he, he somehow has West Virginia newspapers coming to his hospital. He hears about the events, John Keel, and he connects with Mary and so John Keel and Mary Heyer began to work together to investigate the Mothman. Whoa. And so together, they're talking to all of the eyewitnesses 
every time there's a sighting, every time there's another UFO sighting, a Mothman sighting, they're in it and they're they're taking detailed notes and they're cataloging it. There, there, there's some serious like investigative journalists journalistic integrity. Like they're really really investigating it. Oh, so they believe it? Yeah. They're, <laughs> well, no, no, but I mean, it's not just like sensationalized like Weekly World News bullshit. They're trying to get to the root of the issue. They're really like... Birdman or Mothman. They're really investigating... They're really investigating. Birdman or Mothman? You decide. <laughs> no, the world decides with facts. So, that's November. It's now December 4th, 1966. Five pilots flying into Galapagos, the sister city, see a massive bird fly over the airfield. A.K.A. a plane. Or Superman. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Mothman. No, no it's, it's a moth. Man. It's a super Mothman. <laughs> so they see this massive bird flying over the airfield, and they all report it. That could be a Mothman. I don't know. Yeah, or a bird, or a plane, or a Birdman, Bird Mothman. Yeah, I wonder if Birdman is like super upset at Mothman, kind of like taking the thunder, you know? So after, so at this point in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, mm-hmm. some Men in Black shit starts happening. That's right. Again? Yes. This time for <laughs> real. This time I mean it. So then in black shit starts happening. No, it's still November 1966. I just got earlier. I mentioned it earlier. It was, an allu- it was a teaser. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's a teaser for men. Teaser, this is the trailer. This is the... So men in black shit starts happening all around town. These men driving around in these black sedans wearing black suits and black fedoras. Okay. Here come the men in black. I don't know the words. I don't know the words either. Okay, so the men in black start coming around town, driving around, talking to witnesses, and they're they're like, and no one knew if they were military or government, they wouldn't even show badges. They're just these men in these black suits and these black sedans, and they're like asking questions. Seems legit. Deep questions. Seems legit. Well, it doesn't seem legit because they like harass people, and they, you know, some people like really get scared of these guys. They're, seems like the mob. Yeah, they. You know what? It seems more like the mob. It's, <laughs> the it's Mothman the, mob. It's the MOB, not the MIB. <laughs> and and so people people are avoiding them because you know they come to the house and they'll like run up and they'll try and grab you. Oh, and they tell you the good word of Mothman. Have you no, heard the word? No. Have you heard the word? Tell me the word of Mothman. Oh, I see. Yeah. And then they, they give them the old one, two, phase, set phase is done. <laughs> the bright light that Mothman loves. That wipes your mind. And so, it's all connected. And so as this is happening, as the men in black are uh, harassing people in Point Pleasant, as there are more and more sightings of the Mothman, there are more and more UFO sightings. At this point, in, during this time, in, 19, in late 1967, we're talking hundreds of sightings, which is... Just like, That's a lot of UFO sightings for like not in the middle of the desert. Yeah, no, this is this is this is what really lends like who can see behind all those trees. This is really what lends credence to like the stories is that it's not one, two, a dozen, hundreds of people report seeing these these things going on. Unidentified flying mothmen. These unidentified flying injured goals <laughs> who land and the are no longer ICs and you fix <laughs> and so so starting. Starting around the early part of 1967, the sightings really begin to drop off. People stop seeing it. Starting like January, you know, see a little bit in January, and then by, you know, by spring, the sightings die down, and people really aren't seeing anything. Until November 1967, exactly a year later. 
there's people uh, now now this is a part where it's less documented more more rumor more hearsay but now some myths have a kernel of truth and some some have a, have a tragedy oh no and the modern myth is no different oh no so so some claim that folks in town started having bad dreams nightmares of floating boxes and cars some real cryptid cryptic shit some cryptic cryptid shit some cryptic Cryptid shit. But... Nocturnes. This... This preceded an actual, like... And I mean, all these were documented. You know, we had names and places. Not... To not protect the innocent. Yeah, but it was just like the Mothman flying at cars and shit. And like, you know, playing chicken. But this... This actually ties into some real-life tragedy in Point Pleasant. Part of the myth, part of the story... You can't tell the story of Mothman without talking about the Silver Bridge Collapse. So in December of 1967, and this was the, you know, the pattern, the pattern was there. People were starting to get these visions. The Mothman sightings were happening again, the UFO sightings. All this was happening again. The stage was set for December 15th, 1967. On that day, the 40-year-old Silver Bridge collapsed at 5, 5 o'clock, 5 p.m., not 5 a.m., 5 p.m. in the evening. There was bumper-to-bumper traffic. It was a Friday it was ten days before Christmas. The cables broke and the bridge swung and dropped half the car, dropped cars into the river, and then swung back the other way and dropped the rest of the cars into the river. And it sh- it was tragic. It swung down and then the bridge fell, and in a matter of seconds, thirty-one cars, and forty-six people, and a whole bunch of Christmas gifts dropped down into the river and died. That's, that's tragedy. But that's part of the legend. That's part of the Mothman. And so, that's heavy. That's that's just heavy. After that, no one cared about the Mothman sightings. Not for a while. Makes sense. Silver Bridge tragedy, I mean, Mothman was like, a fun thing, you know. People saw him, and they were, they oh, hunting. I was attacked by the Mothman, but no one had ever been, you know, really hurt. Mm-hmm. They went hunting for him, you know. But now, a real, tra- a, a, a true, real tragedy shook the town, and it shook it too much. So, John Keel and Mary Hire parted ways not long after that. And when Mary Hire passed away in nineteen seventy. That was the end of the, the reporting of the Mothman, you know. She had kept it up for a little while, but then she got sick. And, you know, when she passed, that was it. John Keel had gone back to New York, gone back home. And five years later, he would write the Mothman prophecies. Which later, you know, one would become a, new, become a bestseller, become a very popular book. And people would, you know, it, it cemented the Mothman legend, the, the story... All of that. And later it'd be adapted into a major Hollywood motion picture. That's a stretch. I know. No, well, no, this is true. And in 2002, they released The Mothman Man Prophecies as a movie, and it sucked ass. It has Richard Gere in it. It has Richard Gere and uh, Deborah Messing. Yeah. And, um... Oh, God. The other one. <laughs> this is blonde lady who's a cop, and she's a good actress. I forget her name, but she was good. She, yeah. In fact, Deborah Messing's barely in it, and the other, it's really with the other Yeah, one. I don't remember. I don't know. She's not. She's not Richard Gere, but Richard Gere plays this dude. 
But anyway, we saw the Mothman prophecies on Stars when we had it for a little bit. Yeah, no. Um, so we did our research. We watched a couple documentaries. We wa- we read some. Some we read plenty. And of we're articles. like, shit. There's a movie that never happens in these stories. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Most of our myths don't have movies that we can access. Okay, okay. Some of, like, okay, okay, okay. Star. Some of them do. So there is Thor. There is Hercules. There are some movies, but yes, most of our cryptid myths don't have movies that we can that that are like. This is big. This is mainstream. This is Hollywood. This is Richard Gere. It's a bad movie. Don't watch it. It's shitty. It, was, it wasn't a good movie. Like, yeah, it wasn't even like a scary or thriller movie. Okay, like, so it was supposed to be a thriller movie, but it was not a thrilling movie. Yeah, because it had the prophecies bit, and it had actually the bridge tragedy, which was just kind of interesting, but then like... It had 2002 graphics for yeah, one. Yeah, for one. Did not hold up. Um, and I know, you know, I know what you're going to say, and you're right. Lord of the Rings also has 2002 graphics. That does do hold, hold up. up. Yeah. But their prophecies do not. You know what else doesn't hold up? The story or the acting. I'm sorry, Richard Gere, but... You did your best. <laughs> your material wasn't great. Now, if they were going to do a Mothman prophecy story, they should have just done it about John Keel and Mary Hire. There's some interesting shit going on. Yeah, including them. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, like, the story is, I don't know, it was a little bit contrived. and It was a dumb movie, to it, be sure. It was a dumb movie. Sorry, and... Mothman prophecies. Try it again. You know what, though? If you're real into Mothman stuff, just go ahead and watch it and do what we did, you know? Take a, you know, watch some good, serious, like, there's some Mothman documentaries and, like, you know, people, because cause one thing that's really great about the, the Mothman myth. It's really, like, well-known now. It's really well-documented. Like, there's names and places and dates and, like, news articles and, you know, people and there's a filed festival. police reports. And, yeah, so getting into, like, but around 2002, like, when Mothman, when this movie got picked up, like, Mothman saw a resurgence. He became very popular. Mm-hmm. So, all this cool-ass Mothman stuff really picked up, and, like, Mothman is, like, the town mascot of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, he's even got a little statue in the main center. There's a statue of Mothman. He's got, like, great ass, too. It's actually kind of weird. He has a sweet ass. And <laughs> there's, there's some cool-ass Mothman stuff. There's a Mothman museum. It's a Mothman Festival. In fact, the Mothman Festival takes place in September, um, and it's great. And it's why? Because September's a beautiful time in West Virginia, unlike November. Um, because November's... Shit time. <laughs> November, November kind of makes sense as well. Sorry, sorry. But, the, but, but the Mothman Festival's in September, and one day we will check it out. Because mm-hmm. we love... Oh, man. I would. That looks so much fun. Also, it seems like a really cool time, like in a small town. It you seems know? like a good time. Like the whole city, like this is their thing. They got like cool food there, and I love when their thing is a fucking cryptid. Like, yeah. Yeah, like that. It has become a town mascot that definitely like brings tourists to the town, like, like Sleepy Hollow, like with the, the local. The yeah, like the local bakeries and coffee shops and restaurants. Yeah, it's and, like Mothman cookies. They're and like stuff. they're like doing Mothman stuff, and it's like you know what? That's cool, man. It's like Roswell, New Mexico, like. Yes. Yeah, lean into the aliens. Lean into it, man. Stay weird. Like, that's that's cool stuff. And so, the, the Mothman Festival is actually one of the bigger festivals in, in West Virginia, which is pretty great. Makes sense. Yeah, it, it attracts more than, like, 12,000 people a year. Wow. It, it becomes one of the largest we- uh, festival events in West Virginia, and that's awesome. And one day, we will go. Mm-hmm. And one day, you should go, dear listeners. Yeah, if you live in West Virginia, or if you've never been, let us, or if you have been, actually, um, let us know how it is. You yeah, know? oh yeah, if you, if, you, if you are from West Virginia and you're listening, one, thank you. Two, tell us about the Mothman. Three, tell us about the country roads. Did they really sing? Four, thanks again, dear listener. And yeah, if you're from any state or country, wherever you're from, 
Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, if you guys are still waiting for your cryptid, please send us a message at drunkmythology at gmail.com or find us on social media, Drunk Mythology or Drunk Mythology Podcast. Tell us about the cryptid you want to invest, you want us to take a deep dive in. We will, I'm sure we'll take some great notes and then just fuck them up. <laughs> That's how we do. Um, so yeah. The butcher of the Mothman story right here. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, thank you all and have a happy... Halloween! Halloween.